We are here with uh, Dr. Jason Yakimishin. Did I get that right? Sure Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had to say that in a little bit, but uh, you know, Dr. J, you're uh, you know owner of Foundation Chiropractic in Oakville, Ontario, and you know we've known each other for a little while now, and I understand that you are working with uh, some teams, some baseball teams specifically, but there may be more teams than that. Um, and so what we wanted to do is just chat a little bit about chiropractic care how it can benefit a team, um, you know, making sure that it's safe and appropriate for, for certain athletes. Um, so before we kind of get into any of that, I just want to, you know, maybe give a, a quick lead up or a quick bio, how you became, you know, uh, you know, the owner here of Foundation and, you know, how you got to be where you are at kind of today. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So um, I think for me, it really started back when I met you, Sean, in, in London, or, or even before that, when I did my undergrad, at, uh, I was doing my undergrad at Western Ontario Kinesiology. Um, in my last year there, I was actually the athletic therapist uh, for the football team that year. Um, so that's really where I, I kind of got my feet wet in terms of the health and how it relates to an athletic performance standpoint and dealing with athletes. Um, from that point, um, I was kind of deciding between physio and chiropractic. Uh, dabbled in a little bit of both and, and got to experience both while, while working with that team and, and kind of decided that I wanted to do the more chiropractic route, um, just appealed more to me at the time. Um, so went down to Life University in Atlanta, Georgia, um, played on the hockey team there as well as provided chiropractic care to the hockey team as well as their rugby team. Um, so again, kind of dealing with a different set of athletes in a different sport, slightly different uh, different needs, different desires, but, but underlying still, still, still the same principles applied, uh, moved to London and that's where I met you, got involved in the yeah. CrossFit scene. So got into, you know, some of, some of the, some of that side of things, more of the individual sport type of stuff, um, worked for a little bit there. And then when my sister graduated, who's also a chiropractor, uh, we decided we wanted to open an office together, moved to Oakville. Um, my Oakville office primarily serves, um, I guess just family, corrective family chiropractic care. Um, but it does have, and I do have an athletic emphasis. Um, I'm also a part owner in, 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 a, in an office, a sports rehab office called Apex Optimal Performance. That's located in Mississauga. So I do spend about one to two days a week there treating on the floor, as well as managing a team of about 15 practitioners now. So we have about five wow. therapists. Yeah, it's, it's grown quite a bit. It started with five of us and it's grown to about 15. Um, physiotherapists, massage therapists, chiropractors, naturopathic doctors, and athletic therapists. Um, and uh, that's, that clinic's actually located within the Athlete Matrix, which is uh, the GTA's largest indoor training facility. Uh, that started with the Ontario Blue Jays. They were the first team and, and organization that trained out of there. But it's grown to now house uh, Pac-Man Volleyball, Halton Hurricanes Volleyball. Uh, there's a few different soccer clubs that train out of there. Uh, Damon Allen runs his CFL uh, QB Academy out of there. So we are kind of the office that works with all the athletes. So um, without going into too much detail further, <laughs> it's kind of been a whirlwind of things. I didn't expect to, uh, to uh, my goal was not specifically to, to, to search out these specific organizations and, and work like that. But I think uh, my background in athletics and just being an athlete my whole life and, and the networks and people that I surround my with surround myself with the opportunities presented themselves. And, uh, and so that's where I'm at now. Very, very cool. Yeah. That sounds like it's growing really well. Um, awesome. That's great for you. Um, so obviously, so we're already working with a, a ton of teams um, and, and everything sounds great. 
as a parent, if I have uh, an athlete who's maybe just joined a team or maybe just got some information that, hey, you know, our team's going to be working uh, at this facility with this, you know, chiropractor, you know, if I don't know anything about, you know, chiropractic care and I jump on Google and I say, you know, is chiropractic care safe? Uh, it's going to be a, the wild, wild west, right? You're going to get blog posts about every single thing, how it could probably kill you versus how it's going to cure everything uh, and everything in between. So I guess, you know, without getting into too much detail and too much depth, you know, is it safe for, um, you know, not just the general population, but let's say specifically like an adolescent or a teen uh, who's playing sports, is that something that, you know, in general is going to be safe for them? Yeah. Um, so number one, absolutely, it's safe. Uh, but yeah. you have to be, it's not as simple as saying that. You have to be, if it wasn't, first of all, if it wasn't safe, no one would do it. Um, of course, of course. The problem comes in play a little bit is um, a lot of times when people are predisposed to injury or um, you know even w without getting too much into it and I, I'm not afraid to talk about it but even some of the cases where it made the news a couple times back with the stroke things mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of the symptoms of a stroke headache dizziness those types of things you're likely to present to a chiropractic office um, similar to a couple years back there was actually a case where um, a stroke patient presented to a chiropractic office the chiropractor identified the stroke that was in progress, called the hospital, called an ambulance, got them safely transported to the hospital, but that didn't make any news, right? Um, yeah, no, no. Good stuff never does like that, right? And, and um, so, so there has been, you know, there have been studies done because people want it, of course, and I would never put my hands on anyone if I didn't think it was safe because it's my license that's on the line, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, o over the years, there's been no increased correlation of chiropractic and stroke or medical doctors and stroke or going to get your hair cut and having a stroke. Uh, it's, you know, but, uh, but you do have to be careful. And so as a parent, if, if I had a child that was, if I didn't know anything about chiropractic, wanted to bring them into a, an office for the first time, um, I would say number one is identify your, your goals. Um, every chiropractor, like, like, you, like you alluded to, if you go on Google, every chiropractor practices very differently. The, the scope that we operate within is, is quite wide. Um, so sometimes you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You know, are, are you going to see a chiropractor that's actually going to work with the spine? Are you going to see a chiropractor that does more acupuncture and soft tissue therapy? Are you going to see a chiropractor that's heavily focused on diet and nutrition? Um, there are, those all exist. And I think what, what a parent needs to do first and foremost is identify what are they looking for and what are their goals for care? And before even scheduling with the chiropractor, uh, or maybe just scheduling a consultation first is is figure out what you want and and ask the chiropractor those questions and hopefully they're you know they'll be honest enough with you to say if they can't handle it if they're not comfortable if they don't practice that way if that's not their focus then they can set you up with a chiropractor who is and more in line with what you're looking for. Absolutely, yeah. And would you say that? Um... Are there any, you know, things that might jump out for a parent? So any maybe red flags presented by like a team or that, you know, specific chiropractor who's maybe potentially offering their services. Is there anything that, you know, we want to understand, you know, what's the goals and what the scope is, but is there anything that, you know, they should really be careful of or any, you know, specific treatments, any phrases or anything like that, that, you know, they want to make sure that their, you know, son or daughter is going to be in good hands. Yeah, absolutely. I, I usually tell I usually tell parents because you know we get it a lot, right? We we have we get uh, we get nice results with certain patients, and, and, and a lot of times we grow because of the referrals. And and, and but we're we're kind of we're restricted to our location, so oftentimes people will say, hey, well, hey, can I can you refer me to someone in Guelph or London or, mm -hmm. or yeah? And I usually tell people if I can't find someone personally, I'll say, well, you know, have them go somewhere, but make sure that they're 
wherever they go, whatever chiropractic office it is, that the, the chiropractor takes the time to sit down with you first, go through a proper consultation, go through a health history, and do some form of proper examination. For me, that consists of spinal, a, a detailed spinal nerve analysis and x-ray analysis. That's the way I practice. Not everyone does that the same way, but there has to be some form of specific examination, first and foremost, with objective measurements, so that you as a parent and the chiropractor and the child know where at least you have a baseline to start out with, you know what you're trying to improve, and then you can objectively track the progress as you go. I've heard of a lot of uh, uh, offices sometimes that uh, a parent will go in and I'll say, so, so you know, what did they find or, or what did they tell you? Oh, no, well, you just kind of, they asked me a couple questions and right on, hopped right onto the table and the, and, and the, and the treatment began. Um, personally, that that's kind of something to each his own, I guess. I mean, I guess maybe some people yeah. want that. They, they want that just quick relief. They're not, they're not looking for any type of detailed report or anything. Uh, but for me personally, if it was me and if it was my child, I, I'd, I'd want to do a detailed exam first. Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, we're dealing with, you know, a, a growing child still potentially and, you know, we're, we're working with the spine, right? So we want to, uh, you know, as a parent, I would definitely want to make sure that there's, you know, a lot of information presented and I really, really understand, you know, what you're doing, what we're trying to correct. And, and, and to that point too, Sean, um, uh, depending on, and I didn't, I, I forgot to mention this, depending on the age of the child, um, mm -hmm. there is something called the ICPA, which is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. So if you do have a child that's, you know, under the age of 12, you know, 12 or 13 and, and younger, and still really in that heavy development process, um, a chiropractor that's certified and trained by the ICPA would have a lot more knowledge and familiarity you know, not necessarily how it relates to sports per se, some might, but, but definitely how it relates to the growing and developing spine and nervous system. Uh, th those chiropractors are, are fantastic at dealing with kids. They track different milestones. Um, they do a lot of sensory testing and nerve testing, things like that. My sister actually handles all that stuff in our Oakville office. She's fantastic with kids. Doesn't come to me. Yeah. <laughs> those additional certifications that she did, you know, in addition to the regular yeah. workload to get to get your chiropractic degree, um, these ICPA chiropractors do a ton. So, so if, if you are a parent that's specifically looking for a younger child, I, I would look for a chiropractor that's certified by the ICPA as well. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. So, so there are definitely you know certified you know chiropractors out there, and it looks like it, it can benefit. You know, given you know certain circumstances, it's going to you know help some athletes. When we're working with a, a team, for, for example, right? You mentioned the Ontario Blue Jays is one, but it could be any team. Um, you know, are we looking for you know specific issues within those athletes, or are we just kind of talking overall you know improved wellness, right? Maybe you know someone's they're not terrible. Um, can they come still see a, a chiropractic or a chiropractor and benefit? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Of course they can. I think uh, I think it usually starts with some type of injury, right? I mean, most people mm -hmm. broke, don't mm -hmm. fix it type of thing, right? And I, and I, yeah, and for sure. And we can talk about that later if we want to. But I think um, you know, even with parents and stuff, you know, usually if, if, if your kid's not complaining of pain and, and everything seems okay, then usually you just kind of even keel. We'll just keep going with what we're doing. But uh, uh, but it usually starts with an injury. But then after that, yeah, it, we try have in, in with the teams especially. We try to educate the athletes and the parents on the importance of continued care for athletic performance and optimization. 
Okay. Um, mm-hmm. the, the kind of landmark study that was done from, from a chiropractic perspective, uh, there, there was a, a, a huge uh, landmark study that was done about two years ago, and they were specifically looking at how uh, chiropractic adjustments influenced the uh, nerve conduction velocity to the nerves actually firing to the quads, hamstrings, and glute muscles. Okay. Okay. And so they were using a force plate on the ground and just kind of having people do like, you know, if you want to imagine your head kind of like a a vertical jump. So see how much force they could generate upwards. Okay. So they would have the the patient do that. They would work on the spine, specifically a lot of stuff in the lumbar and pelvic region of the spine, because those are the nerves that come out and supply all the musculature in that region. Um, And of course they would adjust the patient and have them redo that force plate. And I think what they found something like, I don't have the study in front of me, but it was something like a 60% increase in nerve conduction velocity, which equated to something like a 14 to 20% increase in the actual uh, strength of the, of the muscle contraction. Uh, and then okay. in the performance standpoint, that stuff leads to effectively because they're testing vertical jump height led to higher jumps. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, so that's one way of doing it. Of course, most people think of chiropractic and low back pain and they don't realize that side of it mm-hmm. uh, but because you're working with the spine the nerve system the nerve system controls every function of the body of course yeah. if you can do things to optimize it to stimulate it the right way to keep it healthy uh, of course the body's going to function better yeah no that, that totally makes sense um and, and so if, if i'm a coach let's uh put my seat put my seat in the, the coach's chair here um if I'm a coach and we have a high level team, right. Or, you know, some of my athletes, they're looking to go to college and get scholarships, get signed to, you know, D one schools or something. Um, is this something I could look at and maybe no one's, you know, mentioned anything about injuries. We have a, you know, fairly pretty healthy team on the surface. Um, is it possible to consult with, you know, someone like yourself and say, Hey, is there anything we can do to kind of assess our team as a whole and, you know, just see if there's any, you know, any improvement. Right. I mean, at this level, if we're talking kind of the, the top level, sometimes that's, you know, small percent of adjustments. You know, maybe you get an extra mile an hour on a, a fastball or a, a little bit more drop or something like that. Then, you know, that can make the difference of, uh, you know, getting signed or not. Right. Or making that, you know, school or that high level team or whatever that looks like. You know, is that something that we can just, you know, come to you and say, OK, here's my team. Here's my situation. Is there any way we can help? And, and that's what, and that's what we're doing um, awesome. with, 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 uh, with the, now it depends. Of course, that comes down to a budgeting issue with the team, of course. Right? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but, but in our, in our in Mississauga office there, um, because of the amount of space that we have, it's more than just a chiropractic office. If you're visualizing that in your head, it's actually a 16,000 foot indoor training center. So we do have teams that sign up for, and it's not just with us. There's, you know, there's a whole other side of the things without getting too much into it. There's strength and conditioning coaches. There's a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. there. So teams actually do sign up for what we would consider like a gold or platinum package. And they would come in and not only are they doing the strength coaching, not only are they doing sports specific training, but they're also getting baseline assessments uh, done by us. And, and right now, um, because that, that, that facility is only about two years old, it's still in its infancy. But right now what that consists of, from, from the sports medicine side, the chiropractic side of things, is we're primarily just doing um, an injury prevention screen. Um, it's okay. sports specific depending on what, uh, uh, for the team, depending on what sport it is. Um, again, right now we're, we are servicing a lot of baseball and volleyball teams right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it's sports specific that way, but we're just doing a general injury prevention screen. And, and what we're doing is, is, is looking at these athletes, number one, if they're hurt and they're in pain right away, we're trying to fix that. Um, and that's what, that's what the organizations and teams are asking us to do. So we're working with some people right away if they already know what their injury is. 
But other times we'll look at people and, you know, depending on what muscle asymmetries might pre present or what type of imbalances they have, um, strength imbalances, things like that. And we're noticing these things and we say, well, if we don't work on something like that, you're, you're susceptible to an injury in, in this arm or this shoulder, or this leg. And, uh, you know, it's easier to work on now and hopefully we can start to get things moving a little bit better so that hopefully as your season progresses, you don't end up getting injured and missing time. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Those more elite levels. We're, we're primarily doing this, uh, these baseline tests during the off season before the season begins um, so that we can work with these athletes so that hopefully we can keep them on the court or on the field through the entirety of the season versus ignoring these things. They get hurt mid season and now they've missed the rest of the year. So that's kind of where we're at with that. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, depending on the level of the team and, and what their goals are, it, it would be absolutely beneficial to try to do like a team screen like that and, and get people as healthy as possible before the season begins. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yeah, just looking at something like that, you know, you can kind of see how, you know, that could just make the, the difference between, you know, make it real broad, winning and losing. Right. I mean, if you got a, a little bit out of, extra out of everyone, then, you know, it can really elevate that team. Of course. Um, awesome. Awesome. I mean, this, this is going to be a little bit tough to, to kind of uh, convey, I guess, but have you seen any, you know, specific improvements, um, say, with a, a certain player who is in that situation, who maybe doesn't have uh, a pre-existing injury and isn't coming to you with, like, you know, low back pain, and I'm just kind of looking to get the most out of my athletic career here? Um, any specific cases you, you're able to highlight and just kind of say, like, hey, we've seen this athlete go from, you know, X to, to Y here? Yeah, a, a, couple, a couple of them, actually, and they, they, they'll jump, right, jump out right yeah. away. It's rewarding when it happens when you're when you have a specific. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. As the parent, if you if you can identify what your goals are for care specifically before you begin care, then once you achieve them, it's it, it's 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 amazing. Um, so we had, and I'm not obviously patient thing. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. no names, yeah. Uh, had, uh, he was a he was a former Ontario Blue Jay athlete. Um, for anyone that's not familiar with that program. Um, the program runs from about 12 years old to 18 years old with the goal of it's the one of the largest uh, youth baseball organizations in Canada. And, and the goal of this, this organization is to set players up for some type of scholarship, whether it be D1, whether it be a junior college in the States, whatever it is. But, but the goal is to get these athletes ready so that they can get some type of scholarship in the States to play ball. And then after that, a lot of them do end up getting drafted to the MLB. So we had a, a former Ontario Blue Jay alumni. Um, he, he comes back and trains with us in the summer. He plays uh, down in uh, Louisiana for, for the time being while he's in school. Uh, and he's a pitcher. And his goal was, he wasn't in any necessarily any, in any pain or anything like that, but he came to us and said, I have to increase the velocity on my pitch. Um, or I'm not going to get drafted high or maybe not, yeah. maybe not get drafted. Maybe not at all. Yeah. Um, so that was his goal. And we said, okay, so from a chiropractic standpoint, I began working on the specifically the cervical and the upper thoracic spine. Again, those that, that nerve supply comes off and controls all the, all the muscles, all the innervation down the arm. Okay. Um, he was also working at the time with one of our physiotherapists who was working on the rotator cuff and all the specific musculature around the shoulder to try to keep things as loose and as balanced as possible. Um, and I think we slowly track his pitch velocity. It's an, it's an easy objective number to track. Um, yeah. And by the end of our week, we kind of set up a, a goal. We had a, an eight week program of care. And by the end of the eight weeks, he was throwing the fastest that he's ever thrown before. Um, I think that's a big missing link. Once you have your, your child get to that level where they're kind of on the brink of, of elite 
athleticism, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times, you know, most, most for that, to use that as an example, most pitchers will say, I got to throw harder. So what are they going to do? They're just going to whip the ball a thousand times uh, and maybe hit the gym and yeah. try to strengthen their arm. Um, yeah. When in reality, if you're not recovering properly, if you're not nourishing your body properly, if you're not taking care of your spine, your nerves, the muscles, the muscle symmetries, the muscle imbalances, those types of, if, you're, if you're ignoring all that stuff, I don't believe you ever reach your full potential. So you can whip the ball 2,000 times a day till your arm falls off. I don't think you'll ever get there if you're, if you're ignoring those other things. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's a very, very cool, um, you know, showing how that you can kind of maybe take it to that next level. So I think, uh, you know, and basically what it sounds like, and, you know, I, I'm sure you will agree that with anything, whether it's a, you know, chiropractor, a dietitian, personal trainer, or anything like that, I think it really just comes down to doing your due diligence, um, doing some research, talking to maybe some you know, trusted individuals that you may know, or kind of getting referrals from that chiropractor, and just making sure that, you know, whatever reason that your son or daughter may want to be, um, you know, talking to or getting treatments is that we just understand what they're going to do and what the possible you know, benefits could be, right? Absolutely. We talked about injuries and kind of helping and fixing those or just, you know, better overall wellness and maybe kind of reaching that next level. So Jason, is there any, you know, last words, anything you want to kind of put out to the parents and the coaches listening, anything that you want to kind of leave them with here today? The one thing that I think parents are missing a little bit, if, and mm-hmm. I'm not old enough to have kids yet, or I mean, I guess I could, but I haven't had it. You could, yeah. <laughs> you haven't yet. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, but the one thing that I see is, 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 is the parents and the kids especially, again, once you get to that elite, uh, elite level, you're so focused on strength and you're so focused on jumping yeah. higher and running faster and, and hitting harder and all those things. And, and you kind of neglect your body until it becomes an issue. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, making, making stretching and recovery part of your normal routine after you've just, you know, competed and, and maximally exerted all your muscles and all that stuff, having some type of recovery routine, some type of cool down stretching on a regular basis. I think that's the biggest missing thing. So, you know, a lot of times you can even prevent some of the stuff to have to go to a chiropractor sometimes. Right. Yeah. If, yeah. If you, just, if you just educate yourself a little bit better and take better care of yourself. Um, and we do that with our patients in the office. Uh, so we don't, you know, hopefully this doesn't become a recurring issue, but parents just need to be aware of that. I think is, is just, you know, watch your kid, make sure you're encouraging them to stretch properly, to cool down because no kid wants to do that. It's not the fun stuff, No, uh, no. <laughs> but, but, but it's the, it's the necessary stuff. It's the necessary stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm just going to edit this question right back in before you said that. So cool. Uh, <laughs> Um, so if someone is out there, you know, watching or listening, where can we find more information about, you know, Dr. Jason, Foundation Matrix? Where can we uh, get some more information? You, you can find me on either one of my uh, clinic websites. So, so my main office, foundationoakville.com or .ca, foundationoakville.com. Um, you'll find my bio, my information, my blog, everything there. Um, apexmississauga.ca is the Mississauga Clinic. That's the Ontario Blue Jays, and that's located within the Athlete Matrix. You can also look up the athletematrix.ca or .com or whatever it is. You'll find us there. <laughs> um, and then uh, we do, we do, you know, in today's day and age, of course, we're pretty heavily involved in social media. So you can follow uh, at Foundation Chiropractic Co. Uh, and you'll find me there as well. So yeah, awesome. That's okay. Uh, well. That's- Instagram, obviously, yeah. Yeah, Instagram for sure. And we'll we'll link that uh, below as well. So, 
Uh, I, I really appreciate you taking some time here, uh, Dr. Jason, and uh, you know, hopefully that uh, this information can benefit an athlete out there. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's everything we need there. I really let you get back to 